Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we are with another post-game something-something Broncos episode. I am Tim Lynch, and with me today is Chris Hart. Uh, we're here to talk about Broncos-Packers. What do you think of today's game, Chris? Well, it was a victory for the Broncos, and that is something I had predicted several games ago on the something-something Broncos post-game podcast where we were pontificating, this team's so bad, when are they going to get their next victory? And I said, we, I guaranteed a victory against the Packers, and that's what came to be. Um, interesting. Oh, you, you, the... you were sweating it then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <For> that guarantee. <laughs> oh, well, it's just one of those things that, you know, the Broncos offense, you know, had three really good drives in the first half, but they all resulted in Will Lutz field goals. Just their, their red zone offenses struggled all season long, but nine to nothing. You're feeling pretty good. You know, started the second half or whatnot. The, the Broncos uh, on their first possession of the second half had that Cort- Cortland Sutton to Russell Wilson connection for the touchdown. So you're kind of feeling pretty good throughout the course of the game. Like, hey, Denver, sixteen to three is a big lead. Yeah, sixteen to three is a big lead, especially for the Broncos. And, and you know, I wrote about it early in the week. The Packers, and I'm not dissing them. Jordan Love is just not a good quarterback. Uh, their offense has struggled throughout most of the year. They've had some injury concerns, but. They're late in the third quarter, and then into the fourth quarter, 
the Broncos defense, the red zone defense for Vance Joseph has been on point for the last two and a half games. Uh, they hadn't allowed a touchdown in, in the last 11 drives prior to the third quarter and fourth quarter touchdowns. And then, you know, we're getting there all 17, 16, this is going to be it. But, you know, at the end of the game, offense puts together a little bit of a drive. Will Lutz connects on a 53 yarder uh, to be the game winner for the game. And PJ Locke at the end of the game comes up with a, a miraculous interception uh, and secures the win for the Broncos. So it's a 19 to 17 victory for the Broncos. They're two and five on the year instead of being one and six. Uh, big implications for the team as far as draft status goes. You know, we saw the the Patriots won earlier today, the Giants had won earlier today, and even the Chicago Bears won earlier today. So had Denver lost, the game went the other way. They could have been in that driver's seat for that number two pick alongside Arizona. But now I think Tankathon has them at fourth or whatnot. So just one of those games that, you know, obviously as a fan, I'm excited to see the Broncos win. I, I did expect this win. I did predict this win. But for the fans who were hoping that the Broncos were going to take and lose out for a Caleb Williams or Drake May, et cetera, uh, today's win is going to have probably big implications uh, once we get toward the end of the year as far as draft position goes. But it is nice to see the Broncos win. They They averted disaster. Had they lost today, it would have been the first time in franchise history that they would have lost their first four games at home. So I guess avoiding that historical footnote was good, but uh, nice to see the guys win all things considered. Yeah. And it's a long season. Like they were, they weren't going to go one in 16. You know, I don't, I don't think any of the teams in the NFL are going to go one in 16 this year. I, I think Carolina is a lot better than they, than people think. Um, you know, I, I think they've actually had more close games than Denver has. Um, so I think they'll win a couple of games too. Uh, I just don't know how many, you know, and, and you look at the Broncos schedule, you know, I, I don't, given where they're at, unless they turn the corner and beat Kansas city next week. And we suddenly have a brand new football team we're talking about, you know, there's not a whole lot of wins I'm seeing on the calendar. Uh, you got two primetime games after Kansas city next week at Buffalo home against the Vikings. Um, then they're at home against the Browns at the Texans. Uh, do you see any? Do you see them beating any of those four teams uh, in the in the coming weeks? Uh, I'm not too sure. I mean, the Texans are playing pretty good ball this year. Uh, I mean, D'Amico Ryan's has C.J. Stroud and that young defense with Will Anderson playing at a decently high level. Uh, they're not a bad team. The the, the Browns themselves, uh, they're they're four and two, I believe, right now. Uh, they they had beaten San Francisco last week. Uh, came away with the, uh, I believe they won today, so they're at four and two. Uh, the Chiefs obviously are the Chiefs, and Denver has and uh, what was it last, last week? It was sixteen in a row. Uh, yeah, this will be seventeen in a row if they they lose again. Yeah, it, it, it's just tough. And honestly, last week, uh, you know, on Thursday night football when we last got together, Vance Joseph's defense did their job in that game. It's yeah. just the offense couldn't get anything going today. Just like we saw today, you know, you you start off and you have. Uh, three out of your first five drives be like 60 yards or more, but only result in field goals. That's good enough to beat a team like the Packers who are, you know, on pace to probably be one of the worst in the league. Uh, they're, they're two and four right now. I don't think they're a good team. So the Broncos beating them doesn't really mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things. Well, that's, I mean, that's but, my biggest concern right now. Isn't the defense anymore. It's the offense. They, in the last three games, they've, they're averaging 15 points a game, you know, and that's just not going to cut it. 
Oh no. Um, so they, they got to figure out how to score and get some consistency back uh, because the, the three games before that, they were scoring 27, 28 points a game. So I don't know what's going on there. It's just the, they're wildly inconsistent. Russell Wilson, he's just not, I don't know. He, he hasn't topped 200 yards in all three of the last three games. Uh, in fact, he was under 100 yards last week against the Chiefs. It's just they need to find a way to, you know, get him comfortable again and get get things moving. Um, yeah, I don't. I think that, right I think oh, I think over their next five games, it might be the Vikings game at home on prime time that might be the most winnable game on their schedule. See, and the Vikings, you know, being a South Dakota boy, my choice growing up was the Broncos on CBS or the Vikings on Fox. Yeah, and my whole family's basically uh, a Vikings family. My grandpa rooted for the Vikings, my aunt and uncles, they root for the Vikings or whatnot. But after seeing them just be so sad growing up, like knowing that the Vikings were just going to be perennially disappointing to them, I just became a Broncos fan. That's kind of how it came to be because I saw how awful it was for Minnesota fans to endure a season. And they're 2-4 and four right now, and they just won their last game. But they're not as bad of a team as 2-4 and four seems like. But their 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 wins came against Carolina and Chicago, you know. Right, I'm just but, saying. But, but 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 yeah, that that is true. But their losses were. I mean, it's one of those things that the self inflicted wounds. I mean, the Vikings won a historical yeah, all, all amount. Four, they they won their, a his, Go ahead. All four of their losses were also one score losses too. So it's not it's not like they're getting. Yeah, you know, losing by ten touchdowns like the oh, Broncos. No, they're, they're feeding themselves. <laughs> like each their their first three games, they had about twelve turnovers uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Like they literally have been their own worst enemy, kind of like the Broncos team for the past six years with us. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what the Vikings are enduring this season after defeating historical odds, winning as many one score games as they did last year. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't be confident saying that the Minnesota game looks like a victory because at that point in time, maybe Justin Jefferson's in back and that's, that's going to be a lot for our defense to handle. Well, but uh, that's, that's what I'm setting you up for because you know, you talk about this win potentially taking the Broncos out of contention, but it's a, it's a long season. Where are they winning on this schedule? I, you know, I, I, I see, I see maybe, maybe they beat the Raiders in Vegas. Maybe they take care of the Patriots at home. Um, you know, on, on prime time on Christmas Eve, but where else? I, I if they you if they win three know. if they win three or four games, they're in the hunt for the the top three picks, in my opinion. There's a lot of bad teams you have to consider, though, Tim. I mean, right now, looking at the draft board on Tankathon, going one through fifteen, you have three and four teams, and the Bronco uh, three and four to zero oh and six is is the bottom line with Carolina and Denver right there is that yeah, two but, and five. But, but, but the Bears have two of the top picks because they have Carolina's first round pick. So they'll pick a quarterback, but not on the second. So, you know, I don't know. I, I think there's a there's a good chance Denver still ends up in a position to to go quarterback if they so choose. I'm not too sure about that. And here's why. So so Carolina obviously is at 0-6 and the Bears owning that selection. We're looking at that being the top pick just by virtue of the record being what it is. Chicago came away with a victory today, which was whatever. And, and then Arizona is a bad team. I, I I would argue until I'm red in the face that the, the Cardinals are a worse team than the Broncos. So either way, there are three teams picking right there. And, and we don't know what Arizona would think about doing with Kyler Murray. 
But at the end of the day, you still have the Giants. You still have New England, Green Bay, the Chargers obviously uh, are not that great of a football team. So so these division games that the Broncos have coming up against Las Vegas and the Chargers are going to have a really big impact uh, on their draft status just by virtue of being in the same conference, being in the same division, et cetera. But, I mean, Tennessee's not a good team. They've lost two in a row. Uh, Indianapolis uh, looked all right. You know, A.J. Rich is out for the year. I mean, they're picking 13th as of right now. But, but I like to think of it as an any given Sunday thing. I mean, would you have predicted today that the New England Patriots would have beat the Buffalo Bills? I don't know if me, Lori, you, no. Adam, or Ian had picked Buffalo no. to lose today. But anything It's can a happen. division game, so you never know sometimes, you know. It's just one of those things that I've kind of told myself even from the beginning, even though like but we here's... go for it. No, here's the crazy thing, though. The Bears play the Panthers and they pay, play the Cardinals uh, this season. So, like you're you're naming off some of those b- bottom tier teams, and and Chicago plays a lot of them, <laughs> right? So there could be a situation where they they win themselves out of that second, you know, out of the out of the. There's just I think there's a lot of variables, in at two and five, if Denver starts going on another losing streak. Um, you know, they're right back in, in the mix for a top pick, but I think I don't want to be negative. So we started off with the negative. Yeah. They're just going to keep losing. They suck, blah, blah, blah. But there is, they do have an opportunity to change the season narrative. Even now going into week eight, if they beat the Kansas city chiefs, if they beat the chiefs at home in seven days, they're at three and five heading into the bye week, having slew the their their nemesis for the first time in seventeen tries. Right. That the season's completely changed. You you come out of that bye week thinking, now we gotta get to four and five. You know, that that's a whole another mentality where you just beat us the Super Bowl champion. You know, there there's a situation where you could start to say, Okay, maybe we're we're not a terrible team. Maybe we can start winning games. Um, you know, that, that's going to be, that's how crazy the NFL is to me. Cause obviously we expect a loss, you know, two and six, another disappointing season. They're going to end up with three or four wins maybe, but at two and five, if they, if they beat the chiefs at home this week, this next week is you're talking about a different, a completely different potential for the season at three and five. Yeah, I mean, it's been, what, eight years now since they beat the Chiefs? And if they have the opportunity at home next week to defeat them and go to 3-5, and five, you know, even though it's the Packers and today's game was just today's game, like I had said earlier with their, their first win against the Bears, that sort of thing, those wins can generate some confidence within the locker room. And honestly... And even though you only get them to a three and five record, being the Chiefs and getting that monkey off your back after eight years w- would be huge. And honestly, it would be really up to them the rest of the year to kind of develop their own narrative and be in control of their own destiny. But, you know, it, it, that complicates things even further because, you know, leading up to this weekend after losing and uh, last week, uh, or last Thursday night football, you know, everyone was anticipating that the Broncos were going to be major sellers before the deadline, which is coming up. I mean, Halloween is only the 31st and, and whatnot. It's a, it's a week and a half away. 
you know, the Broncos are two and five right now. Does this win, in my opinion, change the fact that the Broncos should be looking to acquire capital for whatever players they could jettison off? No. And honestly, even if they do beat the Chiefs next week, which is a big if, even at three and five, I don't think it, it changes that narrative of needing to move on from players to acquire more capital. I, even you look even at, if they beat the Chiefs, you really right. think so? Well, sure, yeah. I mean, because you have to you have to think of this not just as in terms of singular games. Well, think of you, it from a head coach GM standpoint. You really think they would consider? Oh, this changes nothing. I, I think that would change everything for them. I, I would hope not, because if even if a, a win against the Chiefs, I mean, you, you take a look at the other teams in the AFC. Let me let me just try to go off the top of my head here. I think we have Kansas City best in the league at, at six and one. So obviously Denver beating the best team in the league, uh, you know, Kansas city started off uh, with a loss, but they've won six straight. Yep. But then you look at Miami and what Miami beat us by like 50 points or whatnot. It was terrible. And then you look at Baltimore, who's playing phenomenal football right now with Lamar Jackson. And then you look at Jacksonville who, who had come back and they had won that. Uh, that was a great game on Thursday night football. That was a fun game to watch Jacksonville under Doug Peterson's tutelage right now are looking like a good football team. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, even without a quarterback, with Deshaun Watson not being good and, and having to go to whoever they had playing for them today, they're at four and two. The Pittsburgh Steelers, even though the Steelers don't look like a great team, are four and two. The Buffalo Bills, who did lose today and then kind of not look good uh, against New England and then the Giants the week before, are still sitting at four and three. But then you've got Cincinnati, who's at three and three. The the Jets are at three and three, and the Broncos lost to the Jets. Uh, Houston's at three and three. Indianapolis is at three and four. Even if the Broncos do beat the Chiefs, and I know this is a very long-winded way of getting to this, they're still in the bottom quarter of teams in the AFC West. So as nice as it would be, I, I would love to beat the Chiefs. I would love to finally see the Broncos after eight years and be like, yeah, we finally beat Patrick Mahomes. We finally beat Andy Reid. Like, this is a big step forward. In my opinion, that doesn't change the trajectory uh, of the year, in my opinion. It, it could set a different tone from them. But at the end of the day, I, I think that Sean Payton and George Payton, et cetera, have to be realists uh, facing what they're facing with salary camp implications, dead cap implications. And even if they are three and five, I mean, you can't give up on the season because no team, as much as we want teams to tank or talk about tank, those guys are all playing for their jobs, their careers. Even if it's not in Denver, they're obviously wanting to do their best on the individual level as players uh, for their next contract or whatnot. So I don't believe that a, a three and five record and a win against the Chiefs at home next week changes really much of anything other than the fact that the team might be more confident entering the second half of the season, but they, they've still got a long way to go. I mean, we're, we we can't really talk up the Broncos after beating the Bears, who are terrible, and the Packers, who are just not a good football team either, and, and a team that was out without uh, their arguably their best player on their whole franchise in Jair Alexander. So we'll see. I mean, I'll be happy with today's game. I'll be happy with the victory or whatnot, but uh, whether or not that changes the tune or the narrative for the Broncos moving forward remains to be seen. But we'll just have to wait and see how they do next weekend against the Chiefs. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. I mean, you know, realistically, it's probably going to be, you know, a long season. You know, every time you get a win, you, you kind of get hopeful. Um, but they, they blew their chance to turn things around by, to you know, against Zach Wilson and the Jets. Yeah, and, I mean, you know. even the games earlier on in the year, I mean, the Raiders game was a, an incredibly winnable game for them. Yeah, uh, Commanders yeah, too. Yeah, the command. Yeah, and it's just one of those things that you look at the Broncos <laughs> two and five record, and the earliest narrative that kind of organically came to life was that Vance Joseph's defense are bad because they got drubbed by Miami, which was obviously. I think arguably, you know, in our lifetimes as fans, probably one of the most embarrassing losses, um, maybe outside of losing the Seahawks in the Super Bowl when we got drubbed. That was a bad one. But, uh, you know, the Broncos at two and five. This, I mean, this isn't a catastrophically bad team, in my opinion. I just think it's a team that's going through the nuances of a new scheme, new coaches, and they're really trying to find their identity. Uh, it's just one of those things that you look back at Sean Payton's success with the the Saints and kind of his trajectory as a coach. I don't think that he is a bad enough coach or this team's bad enough to work themselves into a top three pick that would basically be necessary to get one of the top quarterbacks, whether you're a Caleb Williams fan or a Drake May fan. I just don't see that as a legitimate possibility. And like I've told you guys, uh, on staff when we we have our chats and whatnot, talk about the Broncos that I've felt since kind of the beginning of the year and since where we're at, like now we're probably a team that's going to be picking in that six to 12 range, which a lot of people would consider draft purgatory since you don't really have a chance to get a top quarterback in this class. But then again, you look at the past three drafts, as far as movement, virtually pick six through 12, like five of them, in the past three drafts, have been traded away. So if Denver's not able to work themselves into a franchise quarterback, which is, I think, the the long-term hope for fans across Broncos country, because Russell Wilson, as you can see after the past three games, as you alluded to, just isn't it. That, like, that performance for the money he's getting, not sustainable, not a needle mover, whatever. But we, we've got 10 more games left to go in the season. 
I mean, hey, strange things. Yeah, have I, I just, I just don't see how you, how you, how a six to ten is, like, if they continue on this trajectory, and say they win four games, that that is a top five pick. I, I just don't see how you see a six to ten. But uh, we can disagree on that one. If they win, if they win five in the league, by virtue of like the top ten teams in the NFL draft now being two and four. Like, I mean, yeah, but you have to play out gonna... that hypothetical scenario for all those guys. Like, do I think that the Minnesota Vikings, who are two and four right now, are going to be in the running for a top five pick come April? I highly doubt it. Uh, I think th- I think of the two and four teams, which there's four of them right now, only the Packers seem like they could maybe go slide further down. But I think I think the Patriots are better than two and five. Um, the Giants have a pretty soft schedule. Chicago plays Carolina and um, Arizona. So, you know, there's a chance. I, I just think if unless Denver wins five or six games, they're, they're a top five pick lock, in, in my opinion. So the, the only way they, they get out of that top five range is if they get uh, five or more wins. From your lips to God's ears, man, that would be the dream, right? Like to finally, after all these years, legitimately – draft a quarterback in the the top five, top three picks, whatnot. Yeah, it would be nice. I, I mean, and, and <laughs> we always talk about Caleb Williams and Drake May or whatnot. And, and obviously I'm, I'm a big college football fan. Like even let's just say that Denver doesn't have a top one or two pick or top three pick, but JJ McCarthy from Michigan ends up declaring for the draft for whatever reason. Uh, I do believe that if the Broncos are like a top five or seven team and have a chance at them, I would be more than fine with him as a consolation prize. I, I truly would. So there's a lot of variables left to play out as far as the NFL season goes and with the collegiate season as well. I mean, it's 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 only October. And uh, with the draft and everything like that, like what we think right now is not going to be the narrative of what we're hearing or what we know uh, come spring, uh, come the combine, come all the pro days. Uh, and all that sort of stuff, senior bowl, et cetera. So it's 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 going to be exciting. But for now, man, like I'll I'll take this Broncos win. I'd rather be you know happy with the Broncos winning and, and bust out that victory Monday's T-shirt, which you know we haven't been able to uh, wear quite often this year I'll for tomorrow. tomorrow. And, <laughs> yeah, you know it's just one of those things that uh, there's you know, and I'm so appreciative of everyone still sticking with us and listening. We don't know how the season's going to go, so we just try to tell it like it is. And, you know, we, we just beat the Packers. Uh, that's a good thing. And, you know, I mean, like like Tim had said, like next week is a big week for the Broncos who haven't beat the Chiefs in 16 games. Perhaps if they do beat the Chiefs, that could change everything. But we'll just have to wait and see how it plays out. So that's 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 the, that's the awesome thing about football. You just never know. Yeah. And at, at the end of the day, it's it's go Broncos 24-7, even – even though sometimes you know they they disappoint us, um, you know, Six if they years do of disappointment, straight, yeah. yeah. But you know, at the same time, we're always talking about how does this team get better? You know, what what are we gonna what do they need to do to to turn things around? Um, it'll certainly be exciting once they finally do turn things around. I, I look forward to that. But right, you, you know, maybe and, next year. <laughs> and and that's the hope. And you know, I guess we can end it on this note. Like obviously when we got together as a staff and came up with our predictions for the season, I think that we were so all enthused with Sean Payton's track record with the saints and just kind of more holding on to hope than anything like things couldn't possibly be worse than they are right now. And then you've kind of seen what's transpired to date. 
you know, it, it's just nice to see the Broncos win. And, and I know that we write articles about tanking. We all have our personal opinions or whatnot, but we all truly want to see the Broncos win because that feels good. So, I mean, it's a, it's a Packers victory, a victory against the Packers today. So I'll go to sleep tonight knowing that that makes me feel a little bit better. But like I said, Broncos country, we've got 10 more games left in the season. Uh, it's not etched in stone what way the directions are uh, the Broncos are headed, but I look forward to keep recapping every game with you guys and seeing what trans uh, transpires and ends up coming out. So yeah, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. All right. Well, that's all we got for today. Um, you know, the Broncos came out and played good defense, avoided a potential collapse and rallied to, to get that winning field goal. Um, and then the defense secured it with the interception there by PJ Locke. Uh, great football game all around. I know a lot of people want to see offense, but I'm I'm kind of an old school old school guy. I love I love when there's a little bit of defense, um, more field goals, all that all that drama playing out. Uh, overall, great game. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll look forward to next week. And uh, thanks, Chris, and and we'll keep at it. Go Broncos.